Progate Racing presents show us your tips, Dag and Beaver, with you for the midweek preview show, kicking off this afternoon at Canterbury, where it is a heavy 10 with the rail in the three-metre mark. We're um, surprising a lot on scratchings, actually, this morning, which is a good thing, I guess. Uh, I think the track might play rails early and possibly, you know, he'll be getting wider by the end of the day, but we'll keep an eye on that. Any thoughts on, on the day, Beaver? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're probably right. I think... Um... That's how the, the, the track will play, um, probably down the middle of the track and see how they're finishing off. Uh, it's probably going to be the best place to be. Kick off with 1,100-metre two-year-old race uh, to start the day, which looks a bit up for grabs for me. Um, couldn't really rubber stamp much of it. Did you have a thought of it? Yeah, I think that's right. It looks like it's up for grabs here. Um the main players in the market look to be uh, first starters, so hard to get a line on these. Um, yeah, I didn't really have something, and the, the trial form was a bit mixed. Um, probably the best of the trialers is the favourite, um, but you've got to have a close watch on, on most of the others in this field, so I really couldn't tip anything with any, any, um, any, any comfort. Yeah, sort of agree there. Race two is a two-year-old fillies, 12.50. Uh, Got a better opinion here? Um, yeah, interesting interesting little race here. The the favourites from the Snowden camp um, wasn't too bad in its first up effort. I've gone for the, the Waller trained Sibilia. Um, thought it was a nice enough uh, run first up at uh, Canterbury this prep in, in, in a similar race. Finished off quite nicely. I think it'll be better improved from that. And if you go back to its first race start, um, ran three lengths behind fiber. Uh, so that's not a bad uh, form line for a race like this. Uh, was in the market. So um, I think it can improve. I was with, I'm with the favorite here, Pierre. Also, I thought it was a pretty good effort hitting the line at the track um, last start from the same one at the same race. Vianda Chance was just held up a bit and goes, does go Kathy to Nash, which uh, I think can uh, finish in the, well, both can feature in the finish again. Uh, and yeah, you mentioned the other Waller horses, the one with Bowman on Vienna Princess, two very quiet trials. I sort of um, wasn't quite sure to make of them. So depending how the market goes, I may even look at having something small in that as well, but uh, mainly Pierosa on top from uh, Vienna Chance. Race three is a benchmark 72 for the three-year-olds. A tricky race uh, where I ended up putting Arm Divine on top just off the last start effort where it um, finished second at the track, distance back to, oh, at Warwick Farm, sorry, behind a decent one in Democracy Manifest, uh, gap back to the rest of the field and just um, more siding with race fitness than anything here in, a, in another tricky race. What have you found? Yeah, it is another tricky race, and I thought um, your selection's probably one of the hardest to beat. But I've gone for Torfik, um, Torfik Lass. I know it's kind of been around the mark there, but it's been racing in good company, and it's been uh, performing quite well. It finished super hard at Scone last start, come from near the tail, 16th on the turn, finished um, only a couple of lengths from the winner in, in a bit of a blanket. Prior to that, had some decent form um, in around Ramwick um, behind Kinlock, who was flying at the time, and has, has run some nice races. Lees goes right, likes the sting out of the ground. Um, this is a really open affair, so I just went for, for Torpic Glass. Beautiful. 
race four is a benchmark 72 over the 1550. We saw the favorite demolish them here a couple of weeks ago. Is that the way you're leaning? Um, no, I've gone for the I've gone for the resuming Kirk Kirkby uh, from the Wallace Stable. Uh, Wild Chap was pretty good last start um, and did demolish them. Gets a two kilo claim here, but I think Kirkby resuming here if it's fit enough and fresh, obviously, probably does its best work. Um, probably a little bit further than this, but if you go back again to last preparation. Um, it was a really, really good. Uh, uh, it was had some really good form there um, up in up in Brizzy. Uh, won, a, won a race, beat Young Blood by a couple of lengths at Doomburn, uh, then come out and start a favourite and wasn't far off and stuck with you. They were all decent enough stayers um, in and around um, Brisbane. This is not a difficult of affair. Um, it could be hard to beat if ready. Yeah, trial was fantastic too. Um, you've covered off really well. Actually, uh, I agree with you. Um, and I love the trial and as J-Mac first up. So on top, I think there's only two chances. It from uh, the favourite wild chap who did destroy them here in the same conditions. But uh, yeah, it was very taken with the, the trial of Kirkby there. Race five is a benchmark 72 over the 1250 where I think there might be a good thing here in cross talk uh, to sensational trials uh debuted and bolted in first up last time now first up second prep in australia so uh, all looks good to me what have you made of this yeah same same uh, across talk looks super hard to beat uh jumps and runs here uh probably leads them up um and has got a great front running jockey in tim clark aboard so yeah cross talk for me Race six, 1250, benchmark 64. Uh, I was I was with the Kieran Mahors here, Jayanti, coming down or coming up from Melbourne. Uh, ran in some okay stuff, a nice win a couple back, and uh, was solid enough at Sandown last time. Looks to handle the wet okay and from its start on it. it uh, a couple of starts in a soft two and just lack of opposition, really. So I, I was happy to, to be with it, but um, nothing the market again is not telling you here, Beaver. Yeah, this was a bit of an interesting race. Um, I kind of looked at Jay Anthony and went, hmm, bringing it to Sydney. Uh, it's got good form in the midweeks down in, in Melbourne. And I thought it showed a bit of ability there. Um, so I did kind of lean towards it based on the fact that Ma used this brought it here. And I suspect they're looking to for, for the softer going because that suits this horse best and yeah. drawn the seven. I was worried about... Um, Oryx, I think it's a horse that's got plenty of improvement. Um, I think it's between that. It's, those two have it between them. I just went for Jay Anthe based on that and the fact that it's drawn seven um, and Oryx is stuck on the fence. Beautiful. Uh, wrap up the day with the staying contest, 1,900 metres, benchmark 64. How are we going to finish off? Look, yeah, this this was a tricky affair. Um I was I was looking looking away from the favourite and ended up going to the uh, third up uh, Pentecost from the Hawk Stable. Uh, I think its last run um, continued to improve out to the the sixteen hundred. Now gets out to the nineteen hundred metres here, which I think it'll it'll suit it. Um, both runs this prep have been good, uh, been solid enough, and I think it looks like it can probably handle a bit of the wet out. Wet as well, so um, Pentecost for me. I uh, yeah, tricky race. I end up putting oceanography on top. I 
sort of went looking for the fittest horse, right stable. Uh, has been this last two starts have been okay, and a bit of a claim. I know it's on paper got a lot of weight, but a bit of a claim there gets it back in. And I struggled to really get made around much else for the race. To be honest, I, I can't imagine I'll be betting too much into this one. So that's the way I've finished up here. For progroupracing.com.au, do you have a best end value on the card? Yeah, no surprise. My best bet's cross talk. Just looks a standout on the card. Um, and then the value was pretty tricky. There's a few horses, I think, that um, are tipped here that are around the $5, $6 mark. Um, I thought probably the best value is... Sibylla um, in the second race, number eight. Yes, again, struggled for a bit of value as well. So uh, the, the couple I mentioned, I guess, uh, will make it I'm divine around the $5 mark in race three there. We head down to Sale, where it is a good and good track, rail true, um, and some interesting youngsters stepping out for the first or second time. Uh, we kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres. How are we going to start the day down there? Yeah, it looks, looks like a race in two here, the, the two in the market. Um, based on the, the exposed form, look to have it between them. I'm going to go winning Revolution. Um, thought it was pretty impressive in its in a listed race um, for its first race start at Morfittville. Um, only just got nabbed on the line by uh, a McAvoy horse that looks to have a bit of bit of ability. Um, was well in the market, so I think it'll be further improved by the experience and taking... Moody taking it back to, to Melbourne at sale is a good pointer for me. Race number two. Is, oh, I agree. Sorry. I should probably give my tips. Uh, I agree. Everything you said. Uh, debuted in a listed race was pretty good there. The horse that beat it um, looked a talented one as well. So all that stacks up pretty well. And coming back to a, ma a sale maiden sets up pretty well for it. Now the next maiden in the card, 1,200 metres is... Uh, sees... Um, look, I've put the Waller Horse Sissel Pine on top. I've got a feeling it might need a bit further, so that's the only concern I had. Um, I was off the bit early, but chased and hit the line pretty well, and I just couldn't find much opposition away from it. Um, I'd say if it's going to lose, it'd be one of to one of the unraced horses here. What have you done? Um, yeah, I, I, my analysis is fairly similar to yours here. I thought the same about Sissel Pine. Um, I actually think it's not too bad a value, to be honest. It was well it was well found in the market first up and certainly didn't disappoint. Um, bit of gear change today that could help and uh, knuckled down quite well. Uh, so a little bit of extra fitness here. I'll probably stoke it up a little bit earlier here and uh, might just outgun them at the end. The third race is a 1,700-metre maiden. Uh, so just double-check the scratchings. What have you done here? Yeah, look, of the exposed form, nothing really excited me. So I've gone, I, I kind of was looking at either the the one Calvi uh, first starter or insulation. Um, just going to look for market moves there. So I watched the market and um, if, either, if money comes for either of those, they'd be the ones I'd be looking towards. Yeah, I, I was the same, uh, insulation on top, but... Uh, very interesting to see two unraced horses step out at 1700 on debut. So, yeah, I assume they must be stayers. Um, so we'll again, like you just watched the market there. Race four is a 1400 meter maiden, uh, where I a little bit the same here. I've gone with the um, 
I couldn't really get a straight line on the favourite, but it's been well backed. I can see in the same colours as the one earlier, Rua Penfi. Um, so I won't be betting, but I, I assume it must have a bit of talent to be to be marked that price. Have you got any better intel? No, that, I was the same as you. Uh, the Jai McNeil booking from the Wallace stable um, is a very good pointer. Money has come for it. Uh, first up, uh, drawn well, um, should run well. And again, the exposed form of others is not not overly exciting. Quarter kicks off with race five, a 1,400-metre benchmark, 64. What are you doing here? Yeah, I've gone for um, the coming train gymnastics. Uh, I think it's it's uh, four runs this time in have been pretty good. Uh, had three first three starts uh, this prep um, in Sydney, um, Newcastle, Hawkesbury were at one um, and won quite nicely, and then went to Goulburn. Um, probably a little bit of disappointing at Goulburn to be honest, but uh, they pursued and took it down to Sandown, and it was an outstanding run um, at twenties. Um, got well out of its ground and f- flashed home um, to only be a length off of the winner. Uh, I think it'll be further improved here. The 1,400 suits and hardest to beat. Uh, I went with Bold Hoi Ho. I really liked its debut. Uh, rode the pace and won pretty softly. Uh, comes here and it's a, you know, in these benchmarks or the low benchmark races, the lightly raced ones are always going to be the ones I'll be looking for. So one that's going to roll forward from the outside gate uh, and give them all something to chase was a big tick for me. So so well and truly on top. And you, yeah, you found the main danger there in gymnastics, I thought. Race six is benchmark 64 again over the mile, where again, I've found another lightly raced one mm. with a step up in distance really suiting, I think, here, house spout I speak of. For the pain yard, uh, we know want to get out to these sort of distances there. Very competitive, and uh, after the scratchings, I think it goes on top. What have you done here? Yeah, really like this horse. Um, I think it's it's ready to to hit its straps um, this time in. Again, third up, continual improvement. A fifth and a third. I think it'll improve more here. Paddy Payne's flying, um, and as you said, this this types of race with these types of horses are, are right up his alley. Um, it's a clear on top for me. Beautiful race five, race not race seven, I should say. Again, another lightly raced one over the thousand. A benchmark seventy here, though, uh, where I'm again going to find Brownie. Bounced to the top, did some good stuff last prep. Very impressive um, in a couple of those wins. Again, will be on the pace, and I think again will be hard to beat. Uh, nice setup, I think, for it. What have you thought? Yeah, it looks clear on top to me again here as well. This is a pretty weak affair uh, for it resuming. Um, I think it's got, you know, this is raced in town um, and had some nice wins. Uh, look, this looks like a, a really, really um, well-placed uh, first up tilt. And we wrap up the day with the staying contest, the 2200 metre benchmark 64. Uh, what are you doing here? Oh, look, again, this is a race with not a lot of depth to it, um, which I think has been the story of the day here. Yeah. It's you know, there's not a lot of horses. If you if you're looking away from the the, the fancied horses, you're just you're, you're doing a bit of it with your eyes closed. If you ask me, some of the form just um, is all over the shop. I stuck with French War. Um, only ha- again, only lightly raised. Only had the five starts, um, and it looks like getting out to these distances is is right up its alley. Uh, two starts back at Sale, so it's, it seems to like Sale. 
got well out of its ground over the first its first time over 2200 flew home um, to be only a couple of lengths off them and then last start um, absolutely killed them uh, had big weight 64 so I'll handle the weight and can't see why um, and how there's anything here that would probably knock it off agree nothing more to add very impressive win last time um, soft through the line I think it uh, will do the same again back into this card has me um yeah pretty I think there's some very good betting opportunities at the end of the day so yeah, I do too. Patience, we can get some money out of it. Uh, for progroupracing.com, do you understand one of them, your best in value? Yeah, my best, I've gone for race six, number six, house spouse as uh, my best bet. And my value bet is going to be race eight, number two, French War. I know it's favourite, but I think that price is value at the moment if you're getting that that price um, close to $4. I think it's, it's probably a point over um, where it should be in this race. I agree. I, I don't really have a value to stamp apart from that. Um, sort of agree with you. I think the back end of the card, um, you can maybe even link up a few of them and um, the favourites through the last four races, really. I think they're all going to be very hard to beat. We'll make that my, my value because I don't have much to stamp earlier. Um, so that's our thoughts on the Melbourne card as well. You got anything up in Queensland? Mate, I didn't have anything up in Queensland because I thought Queensland is off. There there is go. no Queensland. Makes it easy. No, nothing scheduled. So save me some time. Perfect. Uh, I will be back to talk about Queensland on a Thursday night, though, with uh, some of the transferred meeting from last week. I'm heading to Eagle Farm now. And uh, some good Fingers racing up crossed. there. And as well as the support card from one of the eastern states. Good job, mate. Apart from that, uh, check out progetracing.com.au. Subscribe there. And we will talk to everyone shortly. Catch you soon.